Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman, author and host. Today I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, August 9th. Oh, brothers. This week's Genesis reading finds Jacob back in Canaan, an older man, relying on his twelve sons to shepherd his flocks. His favorite wife, Rachel, has died, and his favorite son, Rachel's firstborn, Joseph, is 17 years old. He's a shepherd's helper, assigned to assist his older brothers, who probably made life hard for him when they had the chance. He has a protected status, though, less helper and more reporter, going back and forth between the fields and his father. His favored child status has been highlighted by a beautiful, comfortable coat which Jacob has made for him and him alone, making his brothers all the more resentful. As today's scripture opens, Joseph is a tattletale, bringing back a bad report to Jacob. Next, and found in verses 5-11, through 11, inexplicably left out of today's scripture passage reading, Joseph has two dreams about his brothers bowing down to him. Well, who wouldn't dream about that, given his place on the young end of the sibling pecking order? But Joseph, unable to resist the chance to lord it over his brothers, makes the mistake of telling them all about these dreams. Stories not greeted with a chuckle from the group of brothers. At their next opportunity, with all of the older brothers together herding sheep far from home. They see Joseph in his fabulous coat on the horizon, sent by their father to check on them. They look at each other and say, Here comes that dreamer. Then they begin to plot their revenge, talking about killing him. The oldest brother Reuben, son of Leah, diverts them to a more harmless prank, which they agree to first taking Joseph's fancy coat and then throwing him into a pit. Reuben, planning to come back later and rescue him, somehow seems to be gone from the scene when a caravan of traders passes nearby. Judah, the fourth child of Leah, convinces the younger brothers to sell Joseph as a slave to the traders rather than kill him. The traders take Joseph to Egypt. On his return, Reuben is devastated by the news, and the brothers work out a plan to deceive their father into thinking Joseph has been killed by a wild beast, dipping the coat into the blood of a goat. They send the coat and a report to Jacob that this was all they found of their brother. Multi-generational patterns are everywhere in the story. Jacob was once the son who wished to be his father's favorite, and who deceived his dad, Isaac. Jacob's protection of Joseph went terribly wrong, as did Abraham's protection of Isaac. Conflict between siblings was the rule throughout the generations, between Ishmael and Isaac, Jacob and Esau, Leah and Rachel. Sibling position was also at play in these stories. In today's story, Reuben, the oldest, tries to protect Joseph. The lives of firstborns can get mired up in an astonishing set of internalized responsibilities for others, coupled with a complete abdication of responsibility for self. Enjoying the way others rely on them, 
They do in some ways provide a necessary function in a family. However, not only are these overfunctioners keeping others from growing up, but also they are neglecting what they might do with their own lives. Beyond Reuben, the rest of the brothers are stuck too, unable to conceptualize that each of them might have a solid, separate relationship with their father, who seems limited in his capacity to lead in this. Joseph, an almost youngest, is accustomed to his father's protection. He's also used to his brothers doing most of the work, making him both less capable as a person and more dependent on them. He responds immaturely throughout this story, from telling on his brothers to broadcasting his dreams, lacking any insight into what his siblings are up against or how to manage himself in relationship processes. Joseph, like all of us, whether over or under functioners, had a lot of growing up to do. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to center myself around what I'm trying to do with my life each day. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, in my family and at work, where is the over and the under-functioning? What do I contribute to these patterns? In the evening, when did I respond to a situation today from what is automatic for me, given how my sibling position works? What do I want to understand about my family's multi-generational processes? Psalm 105, verse 3b. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice.